Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the third annual collection of 31 amazing horror movies we lovingly call the Halloween Screamathon. I am your host Otis, and this is episode 10 of this awesome show, and I am joined today by my lovely wife Katie. Hi. And we are reviewing a, a movie that is near and dear to my heart. It's uh, it's a damn good one. I remember watching this as a wee child and just falling in love with this lady. I wonder why. Uh, it, well, uh, yeah, she does have some really nice boobs, but she's really like funny and quick and smart. Go figure. That's the type of lady I like. A smart, tough lady that don't take shit from anybody and is... Uh, it's awesome. But we watched Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. One of my favorite films of all time. I love it. So, uh, if you don't know anything about Elvira, she actually is a character. She's... Um, well, her real name is Cassandra Peterson. And she is a comedian? I would... Yes, she's a comedian. Um, so when she was a kid, the reason she dresses a certain way, she has this really nice, super sexy dress that shows off her, like, boobs and has this sweet V. Well, actually, when she was a kid, a toddler, she was scalded by boiling water and she needed skin grafts to cover 35% of her body. And so what she does is, um, the dresses she wears and the way she has her wigs and the way she covers up her body... Um, she says that she covers up all the bad parts, <laughs> all the parts that have scars and things like that. So, um, but she's an amazing, an amazing person. So, uh, in, when she was a teen, she worked as a drag king. I didn't know it was a drag king. I know drag queens, mm-hmm. uh, go-go dancer at Colorado Springs gay bar. And so she did that. Uh, she was actually in Diamonds Are Forever, James Bond film, uh, she was a, a show girl in that, and she actually dated once fucking Elvis and helped her, like, work on a show, something to do. So she moved out to Vase for a little bit, did that, and then came back uh, to Colorado, or she was born in Kansas, but in Colorado. So she worked on that. When she got old enough, she actually went to Italy for a while and was the lead singer of a band. <laughs> And then came back to America, and she toured nightclubs and discos with a musical comedy act. And then in 1979, she joined a improv group called the Groundlings. And if you don't know anything about the Groundlings, uh, it's an absurd group, very funny, and it has the alumni is absolutely ridiculous. Katie and I were going through the list earlier. Uh, Will Ferrell, Will Forte, uh, Glozell, Kathy Griffin, some of the funniest people in Saturday Night Live over the years and Mad TV and mm-hmm. just Phil Lamar, Sherry O'Terry, Taryn Killam like the list just goes on and on and on like there's so many people who were in the Groundlings it's insane. Yeah uh, this is where Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman he came up with the idea for Pee Wee Herman and this is where Cassandra Peterson came up with the idea of Elvira. She worked on a Valley Girl accent and character and then just kind of came together with the makeup. And so what I learned with this was um, they had a movie, uh, a person that just uh, reviewed old movies, kind of like how we do, but they kind of lampooned them. That person retired. And so they wanted to grab this one lady, uh, Vampira, but it didn't work out. And so they sent out a 
just a casting call and Cassandra won. And they told her that she could control how the character looked and acted and all that stuff. And she came up with Elvira and went from there. And she's been working since the 80s, working on just doing reviews of really bad horror movies. She watches good ones too, but it's better when she watches the bad ones because she has some of the best jokes ever. Uh, you probably have seen Elvira in some capacity. She's been in tons of shows, animated versions, uh, movies. She's in two movies. She's working on an animated movie recently. So uh, it's absolutely amazing. And one of the reasons we did this film, because she just celebrated her 70th birthday. She's seven years old and she looks amazing. She can still get it. And another cool thing about her uh, she's kept it a secret for 19 years, but she has been dating uh, one of her best friends, a lady named, I want to say Teresa. And so uh, she always popped up at um, uh, pride parades over the years and just, you know, so fire Like, it's really cool. But yeah. I mean, she's a queer icon. Like, she's a Lady Gaga type. She yeah. pushed the norms. Um of society she was never afraid she has never been afraid to be herself or to show her body or to just be outlandish which is very highly praised in the queer community because it is be yourself is like the yeah. whole fucking thing and elvira has always been that even though it's an actress like putting on an elvira yeah. whole thing like the the character of elvira has always been very much like no, I'm going to be who I am. Like, fuck everybody else around me. I don't care what you think. I'm going to do what I do. And the queer community, you know, has latched onto that. So it makes sense that she would be the head of the, or the marshal, grand marshal of the pride yeah. parade, of many pride parades um, because of that. Not, yeah. even with her being in the closet. Like, it makes sense. Like, Lady Gaga has been the marshal like a million times because yeah. same thing. She's... Yeah unabashedly afraid to be herself yeah it absolutely like even then like i said uh sci-fi there's certain women that just i've i i get a big crush on and i love them because just the way they act sigourney weaver in alien it's one of my favorite ladies of all time because she knows what to do she's very no, no nonsense she's strong like that's really cool it, I feel bad for, for men or women, you know, that just don't like a strong woman. Like, it, it's it's the dumbest thing to me. And Elvira is very strong. Like, it just the way she acts. It's absolutely amazing. So, uh, I'm just gushing because she's so beautiful. I, I love her. So, um, but no, Elvira, this movie is was going to be the first step into her foray and just being even more popular. So, at this point in 88, 1988... Her character was pretty big, and this movie was going to spawn a sequel in TV shows and cartoons and stuff like that. They were just going to go from there. Um, she did get a couple of things. They had a TV show lined up. It just didn't work out, unfortunately. But she's come back a couple of times and done you know, what she does best, making fun of shitty horror films, B-movies, and actually recently... Her 40th anniversary of being Elvira on Shudder, one of the coolest apps that, that come out, they did a four-movie marathon that she did. 
And the first movie she did was her movie. <laughs> and she watched it and then, you know, made fun of it because she's very good at self-deprecating jokes. She's really good at that. So, um, but it's absolutely amazing. So if you haven't seen it, check this movie out. It's fun. Uh, if you like boobs, you'll get a lot of that. She's hilarious and really strong. It's, it, it's always fun to see a strong woman doing stuff. It's, you know what I mean? Like thumbs up. Shit. She looks great. So, Katie, what did you think about this movie? What do you think about Elvira, Mistress of the Dark? I liked it a lot. It was, it's not a true horror film by any stretch of the imagination. It is not meant to be like a slasher or something that really has like jump scares or anything. It's very similar. Um, it's an 80s comedy horror film. Yeah. It's like Gremlins almost. Yeah, it's like a B but, film. But with less of. puppets. Yeah. Yeah, a B film would be a, the proper way to say it. It's it's good. And she roasts fucking, uh, what is it, the Killer Tomatoes? Attack yeah, the Killer Tomatoes yeah. in it? Like, it's pretty great. I love she said that was the worst movie ever. She's like, I got one that just is so shitty. And yeah. Like, who's that bad? But, you know, she, yeah. she poops on it. So It's uh, pretty great. But no. She does what we do, kind of. Yeah. She's like MST3K, but... For horror yeah, films. while the movie's going, and uh, in some of the newer versions, there's one on Hulu. She did 13 movies during yeah. October. Uh, she did Puppet Master. She did the first one, and she's watching it. And what they did was she just pop up in the corner, yeah, and pop just, up video, yeah, say her jokes and then disappear again. Yeah. MST3K for horror films yeah. is basically Elvira's thing. It's so good. That's her whole shtick. Her and jokes, it's fantastic. Her jokes are so good. So. Take that, keep that in mind, and then imagine her doing an entire film where she is the protagonist of said horror film and the horror is happening around her. Like, yeah. it's snarky and hilarious and fantastic. Yeah. So, it's absolutely amazing. So, we'll get through the story, which is pretty simple for, you know, witches and magic and stuff like that. So, uh, she is in Los Angeles and she's a horror host, Elvira, Mistress. Of the dark. I want to say mistress of the dark. Um, and she quits her job after the new owner. Oh, was it Big Bob or something? Uh, like sexually harasses her. Yep. So someone in the back told uh, Big Bob that she's, you know, a floozy or a nympho. That's what they said. You said she was a nympho. And he was like, give me some of them boobies. And she like, like tells him off. And then he just, legit grabbed her too. Yeah. And it was uncomfortable. Pushes his ass and makes him fall over and break all this stuff. So she gets fired. Well, she quits, but she was going to get fired. So her plan, she wants to open up an act in Las Vegas. That's that's her dream thing. But she needs $50,000 for the project. And they need it. 75000 Was it seventy five? Yeah. Uh, and, but they need it soon. Very soon. So um, she doesn't know where she's going to get it. And she's like, well, I guess I got to work for another sleaze bag. It's like, if, not, if it's not this sleaze bag, I got to find another one. So she gets a telegram saying that her great aunt Morgana has passed away and she's a beneficiary. And so she needs to come to the will reading in Falwell, Massachusetts to claim her inheritance. And so she's like, OK. And in her dream, she gets all this money in a, in a what, jet ski. Oh, no, it's a boat. And uh all these appliances and money in her dreams. She's like, hell yeah, I'm going to do that. I'll go. So she drives all the way to Falwell, Massachusetts. Uh, very much a town full of prudes and people that 
uh, don't express themselves because uh, she looks absolutely amazing. And everyone's like, oh, my gosh, look at her boobs. Her boobs are just out. And she's like, well, I never. And she's like, hey, you never will in that dress. <laughs> uh, she comes in and she's just ready to fight. So at the will reading, she gets a mansion. All right. A recipe book. Oh, that's different. And a pet poodle. Algonquin. And so she's like, I, I guess, you know. Um, she tries her best to tidy up the house because she's going to sell it. And so that's her plan because she, she needs money. She doesn't want to stay in this town because these dudes are assholes. So she wants to nice the place up. She meets the owner of the theater. His name is Bob Redding. And instantly she's, uh, hitting on him and stuff. And, oh, uh, one of the marquee letters hits her in the head. And Bob's like, oh, my God, how's your head? And she's like, well, I haven't gotten any complaints. And then she stops for a second, like, oh, shit. And she's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'm good, I'm good. Uh, this movie is full of double entendres everywhere. She, that's Elvira's thing, man. She will make jokes that you think she's going to, she's talking about her boobs, but she's not. She's like, I have a very big vocabulary. And she, that's just her thing. She's really good at it. So, um, Bob, they become friends very quick because Elvira's awesome. Who wouldn't want to be her friend? Unless you're a prude. You don't want to be her friend then, I guess. Uh, the town's teenagers, they quickly accept her because she's different and cool. Uh, the parents really don't like her because... And she's super sexy, so all the young oh, boys yeah. are, like, God, enamored man. with her. Sweet Jesus. Like we were talking about... Uh, Bob in this movie is one of the nicest guys ever. He tries his best to keep it nice and cool. He's not jumping on her or nothing. And I was like, my... Adult male. He's a very mature adult male. You know, they're sitting at some points and he's like looking forward because he's like, man, he's I... He's trying so hard not to stare at her boobs. Yeah. and He's I'll... trying to be a gentleman. It's... I was like, sweet Jesus, I would have gotten a seizure. Just my brain would have melted a little bit trying not to look at her boobs. I'm like, Oh my god, they're right there. Just look, just look for a second. Oh, this but uh so uh the bowling alley owner, Patty, she's she's a poop head. Just remember Patty's name. Uh she's interested in Bob this whole time, and she's actually kind of pissed off because she's been working on Bob uh before Elvira was here. So she's like, God damn it, the big booby bitch is taking my boyfriend. <laughs> so she's upset. So, Elvira, she has an idea to make some money and actually work on her show, because she has an idea. She's going to do a late-night horror film festival at Bob's Theater. And so she tells all the kids to come out, and the kids were worried at first because the the teachers and the, eh, uh, the principal is like, if you hang out with Elvira, you're in trouble. I don't think they were going to expel him, but they were going to do something bad to him, right? They were their grades were gonna get down, or they were gonna get detention, or something stupid like that. Yeah, it's like a small town. What are you gonna do? Like, you get out of here. There's no other school to go to. Like, how are you gonna do that to me? No, they were gonna punish them, like they punish their grades essentially. Yeah. So uh, all the kids sneak out, and it's pretty funny because these kids are like using bed sheets as rope and climbing out their windows and shit like that. And I was like, man, sneaking out. And then Katie and I talked about sneaking out of our. Or places. I didn't sneak out because all I needed was in my room. My video games and candy. But 
Katie was out there in the streets running off. I did not sneak out. Doing bad stuff. I didn't have to sneak out. My parents were chill as fuck. Yeah, well, her parents were like, yeah. So, she, what, what's, what is it? Not sneaking out? Just going out? Is that the, the, not having the a legal curfew. way? Not having a curfew? Yeah, that's, that's the legal phrase for it. Yeah. Katie's like, I'll be back tomorrow. I'm like, okay. I was never gone that long. <laughs> Katie's like, I'm gonna go fly a plane and crash it. Okay. See you guys tomorrow. <laughs> If I wanted to fly a plane, my grandpa would have paid for the lessons. Hell yeah, he would. <laughs> he sure is My grandpa it. wanted me to be in the Air Force so bad. He wanted me to learn to fly so You sure bad. as fuck would be flying a plane. Yep. <laughs> okay, so uh, at the performance, everything's going good. They're watching Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. One day we will review that movie because it's an absolute mess. I and, saw what I needed to see. Yeah, right? <laughs> And Patty uh, actually sets up a trap for Elvira. So, oh, I saw that picture. Uh, so at the end, Elvira was going to do a Flashdance spoof. You know, if you haven't seen Flashdance, go on YouTube, just put in Flashdance. Dance? It should pop up. But it's that song like, she's a maniac, maniac on the floor. And so she's doing that dance, and then she's going to pull this cord, and then she's going to get covered in... Just gold glitter, and it's gonna be awesome because it's Elvira. So, what Patty does is fills it up with tar, and then she pours it on herself, and she she gets tarred, and then Patty throws down feathers because she's a piece of crap. <laughs> so while all of this is happening, Elvira's uh uncle, yeah, uncle. He's not like a great uncle or anything. Uncle Talbot. Is uh, asking her for the cookbook. He just wants to buy it from her, and they make a deal early that it's gonna just she's gonna sell it for fifty bucks. That's all she wants because she don't give a shit about a recipe book. But then Algonquin or Gonk, we're gonna call him from now on, the poodle hides the book because it's important, obviously. And little by little, you see that Uncle Talbot is kind of a mean person, and he really wants that book for reasons. And later on in the movie. We find out that Uncle Talbot is a warlock, and he wants that spell book, not a cookbook, so he can take over the world. He's a bad, bad person. <laughs> He's a bad man, Mr. Talbot. <laughs> so, um, what happens? What happens? Oh, so Elvira, she tries to impress Bob, and she cooks him a dinner. And she actually makes food. She's not really good at cooking, but she's like, well, I got a cookbook, so I'll make it. And she makes a meal, and it is a monster. It's like like a fucking scary, out-of-the-pot monster. And they fight it off, her and Bob. And so uh, she finds out later that that cookbook was her mother's uh, spell book. And that Morgana, her aunt, great aunt, hid her as an infant, uh, the cutest infant you will ever see. Uh, had makeup on and stuff. So tiny El mullet. Yeah. So Elvira, but a tiny kid version. It was the cutest thing in the world. We're like, oh my god, that's so cute. And so, um, that's why she was like an orphan. They took her to an orphanage and hid her from Uncle Talbot, because Talbot wanted that spell book and probably wanted to kill Elvira too, because it's just another person in his way. Mm -hmm. So Elvira. Uh, she wants to get a little bit of revenge on, they're called the Morality Club. And those are the people in town 
They're keeping her down. So uh, she ends up at a picnic and she makes the same meal because she wants that monster to attack them. Unfortunately, she made it differently and she makes this super aphrodisiac. And it's probably one of the funniest scenes. All these old people, older people, they're not old, uh, acting out here, getting all hot and bothered. And people are sitting on other people's faces and getting naked and stuff. It's the funniest goddamn thing. And so Uncle Talbot pops up again. And he's like, hey, I'll give you 500 bucks for that book. And she's like, get away from me, you crazy man. And Patty pops up. And Patty's ready to throw hands. And Elvira blows her shit up with a right hook. And knocks Patty down. And then Patty's bra comes off. And then we find out that she's been stuffing her bra the whole time. Because she had these, like, fucking, like, missile boobies. Like, just pokey as hell. Any, she had cutlets. Yeah, anytime she hid somewhere... It was like a sheet or something. They would just be poking out. <laughs> so her bra stuff, she runs off just, you know, embarrassed. Unfortunately, because of that crazy aphrodisiac situation, Uncle Talbot, he talks to the townspeople and says, hey, there's an old rule in Massachusetts that works in a situation, and we can arrest Elvira for witchcraft because that's still legal in this state, which is... It, or st it's illegal to be a witch, which is absolutely absurd. But there's a lot of rules that things don't get changed. Apparently, it's like a Reddit thread of rules in towns and cities and stuff that no one has thought to like take away. Mm -hmm. There's a couple places where you can't eat fish on Sundays, but people do it because mm -hmm. you don't tell them what to do. But it's like, no, that's for real. Like You can get arrested for that, but no one follows it. Yeah. But no one goes back and be like, okay, we should take this rule out. It's, just, it's too much work and effort and money. So like, eh, just ignore it. So the plan is to burn Elvira at the stake. Later on, I figured out, so there's a theory with people watching the movie, that Uncle Talbot kind of used his evil magic on the town to make them even hardcore mean. Because I get it. This big booby lady comes to your town. I mean. And is messing with the kids. I don't think that's really a theory because the second that everything is resolved, everyone is like cool with her. I think it's the fact that there wasn't a scene of him just like, now poisoning their minds. And it's just like, they have to kind of be like, oh, he probably did that. It's more like a probably. Yeah. But yes. Well, he's like the fucking, uh, he's like a horcrux. He's just angry. Yeah, just makes everybody so he worse. makes everybody else angry. Yeah, he makes everybody Brings worse. Brings out the worst in them. Yeah. So, uh, in jail... The, the teenagers, the, the sweet little kids, they actually saw their way from the ceiling down into Elvira's room. But unfortunately, they fall into the room next to her. So they're locked up. So they can't help anybody. Uh, Gonk, which got locked up with her and he's sitting on her pillow, he sneaks off. He turns into a rat. So Gonk has powers and he scooted off to get just to get help. Which they explained earlier in the movie. Yeah, he's a familiar and we find out later it's her familiar. We just realized it was a familiar. So Bob is like, hey, I'll go grab that book because that could probably help us in a situation. He goes home, finds the book that Gonk and Elvira hid. And the second he grabs it, he's like, I found the book. Bottle to the back of his head. He gets knocked the fuck out by Uncle Talbot and his goons. So Uncle Talbot's got the book. God damn it. <laughs> and so 
uh, Gonk turns into a rat and into a Rottweiler and eats through Bob's restraints because they tie him down and they run off. So Gonk is can just turn into anything because he's a sweet-ass dog. <laughs> mm-hmm. And so the town, they are like, yeah, we're going to burn you. You're a fucking witch. And she is starting to burn and she's like, holy shit, I'm going to die. Bob gets back and he's trying to knock the fires out, but that's not helping at all. And then Elvira realizes that she still has her mom's ring and she uses it to actually it's not Morgana's ring it's it's her great aunt great aunt's ring and so she summons a rainstorm and puts out the fire and so after that Uncle Talbot's freaking out because he has all the way until the uh the moon goes out to kill Elvira so he's got a time limit it's a lunar eclipse yes so like always there's always a time limit to bad stuff so at this point in the movie, Elvira and Uncle Talbot are fighting around uh, the town. So she actually runs into like this ammo supply store and picks up a bazooka and like shoots him. Does nothing. She's like, oh shit. Uh, Bob runs up and tries to swing on Uncle Talbot and he gets choked the fuck out and thrown at a wall. <laughs> Bob tried. He really tried. Yeah. And Elvira blocks one of his blasts, his Avada Kedavra that he shot at her. And she's like, well, you can do that. I can do something, too, I guess. And swings her hand to do a move, and her ring comes off, and it, like, ends up on his finger. And he's like, oh, shit. <laughs> so Elvira's running off. Uh, it's a funny joke that doesn't isn't really brought up, but uh, there's a, a lock on a, this gate, and she actually puts her chest to the gate and uses her boobs to wedge it open and break the chains. It just happens really quick. And it made me laugh. She's like, she used her big boobs. To break those chains. Mm -hmm. So they run into the mansion. And Elvira actually cuts off one of his arms. Uh, Well, uh, an axe came down and chopped it off. But Elvira grabs the the ring one more time. And reflects a blast back onto Talbot. And he's spraying fire all through the the mansion. And he dies. She banishes him somewhere to the fucking Shadow Realm like Yu-Gi-Oh. And unfortunately, the mansion and all those cool magic artifacts catch on fire. She can't save anything. She still has the ring, which doesn't do much anymore. But she gets out. Her and Gonk. Bob is in some alley knocked out. Actually, Gonk's in a trash can knocked out because he got beat up too. Uh, So she gets out and the mansion burns down. So the next day, Elvira's going to leave. She's like, well... I mean, I saved the day, I guess, but I'm poor and I don't got anywhere to stay, so I'm going to leave now. And the townspeople apologize. They're like, wow, we were assholes. I'm so sorry that we were mean to you like that. Hey, we have room. Like, you always have a place here because this is your home. She's like, well, thank you. And she's like, well, I'm still going to leave because, you know, I don't got anything here. I I had a plan for Vegas, but I got to figure out how to get money for that. On Actually, fortunately, I was going to say unfortunately, she is a sole living relative to old crazy Uncle Talbot, and she actually gets his mansion. And all of his shit, which is considerable. And uh, he's lived for who knows how the fuck long. Yes. And uh, the person in charge, the the will reader, is like, well, if you saw all that shit, you'll get tons of money. And she's like, oh. And then it flips to Vegas. She has her show, and it gets going, and she has a sweet-ass musical number 
when she raps and dances and moves around. It's pretty dope. It's pretty good. catchy ass song. She's got a really good voice. So it was awesome. And Bob is there. And everyone cheers her on. And then she looks at the screen and says, Unpleasant Dreams. She does. So uh, it's funny. Cassandra Peterson. So um, she saw some tassel twirler. So twirling tassels, if you don't know, um, you put pasties on your nipples. And then you spin these tassels by using, like, just, what, centrifugal force in your movements Mm -hmm. to get your boobs to spin these tassels. So Cassandra Peterson, as a kid, well, not a kid, a teenager, uh, she really wanted to get going on that. Her mom didn't want to buy her, like, a legit pair. And so she kind of crafted a pair and worked on it. And then later on, she got her own pair. Uh, But she's amazing at twirling tassels on her boobs. And she does it, and she's, like, she gets them going in, like, a cool, like, move, and then she gets one going and the other one. I actually went to a burlesque show in Dita Von Teese. Um, I don't think she's married to Marilyn no, Manson anymore. Not anymore. But she did that. She twirled her boobs. Uh, I think you actually have to have pretty sizable boobs or have them cinched up pretty good to get them going, yeah, I think. You have to have a certain, like, your boobs pretty much have to be... A certain closeness together to make it work because if you have like a like a large gap between your boobs it doesn't really work yeah i think with corsets i think this is how it works like if i mean they're gonna be close anyway or i mean yes and no because you can't like because a corset doesn't a corset covers your boobs even like oh, partially so doesn't it, it like kind of basket them cup them corsets kind of yeah they have certain corsets that would do yeah. that but it's it, i don't know that it would help because of the way because it has to put something in the center yeah too like where the wires would go yeah and i don't know that you would be able to really i don't know well, i don't know i'm well, not a pro i have never done it before so hell i don't know i couldn't tell you yeah well you have to have the right setup i know that because yeah. <laughs> i've seen multiple people spin tassels and i was like this is fucking awesome so uh, she finishes up the number spinning tassels with her nice boobs. And I was like, thumbs up. <laughs> uh, from 34-year-old me and fucking 10-year-old me. Thumbs up. I'm like, yeah. So, uh, this movie's awesome. It, it's really funny. I love it. It's old. It's 1988, so it, it's a different type of time and silly. There isn't any crazy, like, jokes or anything. You're like, Ugh. I mean, if anything, it's just people being handsy, but they, they get their comeuppance pretty quick after they're handsy, because Elvira don't play that shit. So, it's 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 good. I enjoyed it. So, mm-hmm. Katie, who's your favorite character in Elvira, Mistress of the Dark? Elvira. Yeah, I... She is essentially Morticia Adams' sexiness mm-hmm. with Wednesday Adams' I-don't-give-a-fuck-about-you attitude. Like, she's the perfect combination of mother and daughter Adams and she's hilarious like she's so she's fantastic I said it at the beginning she's very sure of herself and it's pretty awesome and she was really funny throughout this and she wasn't putting up with any sexist bullshit yeah so uh when I picked this movie because I mean Cassandra Peterson she's 70 so I was like this is awesome and she's in the news because she just had a memoir come out uh I knew you would dig her because I know, I've her before. I know, but with this movie and stuff, I I knew you would have like a pretty good time with it. Because, I mean, obviously, 
Katie. You know, she likes strong women and just not dealing with bullshit, obviously. <laughs> yeah, if you haven't picked that up by now. Yeah, so I knew Elvira would probably be one, like, with this movie. Because I, I had a feeling you, you haven't seen it or maybe seen little pieces of it through life, you know. But, yeah, I had a feeling that you probably never saw I'm it sure all the way I've through. I've seen this movie before, but I yeah. don't remember it at all because I was a child. Yeah, but I, but I knew you would have a pretty good time with it because Elvira's awesome. She's sure of herself and strong and... It's, she's awesome, so I, I knew you'd have a good time with it. Yeah, if you didn't pick Elvira, sure, there are other really cool characters. Gonk was fucking A1 the whole movie. Like, before she understood that that spell book was a spell book, Gonk was like, nope, gotta hide this. Like, new person in charge, don't understand what the fuck this is, let me put this under the couch. And then fucking Bob was a good dude. Like, it, this movie was great. It had a lot of really cool people. The teenagers were cute. Like, the, the one girl that dressed up because her mom was like, you can't have heels or makeup because you look like a whore. But then she went to the, the movie marathon and she was all dressed up and the guy was like, holy shit. Like, is that you? She's like, yup. He's like, oh my God. Like, you're fucking hot. And, you know, you know they like, they snuggle up. I'm like, oh, it's so cute. Yeah. Yeah, there's tons of really cool characters in this movie. I liked Gonk a lot too because he reminded me of... Uh, a bunch of Lisa Frank shit I used to have. Yeah. Because <laughs> he was a little poodle um, with a mohawk. And yeah. I used to have like a Lisa Frank binder or something or folder that had a poodle. It was all like rainbow colored because it's Lisa Frank. But it was like a poodle on a skateboard and it had sunglasses and a mohawk. <laughs> and it was all like rainbow colored. So it made me think of that. Yeah. Oh, I forgot. Fun fact. Brad Pitt was almost in this movie. But Cassandra Peterson, hand to God, she said, so Brad Pitt's in this movie, uh, it's going to make no sense that I was looking at Bob if that cutie pie was in this movie. She was like, don't put him in this movie. <laughs> she was like, that's so dumb, I wouldn't be like, hello, Brad Pitt. Not 1988 Brad Pitt. He was like 17 or 18, so. Oh, he would have been one of the kids? Yeah, mistakes. Yeah. yeah, she's like, nah, don't put him in this. <laughs> yeah, he wasn't really the right age. I mean, I guess it he was the right hurt. age to be one of the kids, but... Yeah. He... Oh, no, no, not for Bob. It's just he would have been one of the teenagers. She was just like, he's a little too hot to be in this. Yeah, yeah. I guess. She was like, don't put him in this. Because <laughs> she was like, she just knows that character. Even like casting Johnny Depp too, yeah. at that time. Yeah, she just knows Elvira, that character. She's like, I'd have been... Elvira would have been hitting on him. Like, don't don't put him in this. She just yeah. understands the character. So, who was your least favorite character or characters in this movie? So, I know who yours is going to be, Here and I'm going to say the other one. So, my least favorite character was Chastity Pariah. Mm-hmm. Um, honestly, the most perfect name that's ever been given in a movie yeah. for a character. Chastity's a really good name. She is played by the woman who voices... The lead female townsperson in Wreck-It Ralph. Eddie McClurg, I believe is her name. Very confusing description, but in the game Wreck-It Ralph, and they're like celebrating the 30th anniversary of the game Wreck-It Ralph, Mm -hmm. she's the one who makes the the giant cake. Thanks, Felix. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But she was a fucking bitch this whole movie. Mm -hmm. Just like... Everything about Elvira and how Elvira acted in this film or what just was in this town made 
Chastity mad. Like, there was nothing. Like, Elvira didn't do shit to her. She just, like, showed up and was being herself, just walking around in her... I mean, her dress was kind of skimpy, but, like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. And Chastity was, like, making it hard for her to do anything in the town. She made it so the kids couldn't see her. She made it so she couldn't, like... She wouldn't be served at places. She would... Like, no one was fucking talking. She basically just segregated the town against Elvira. Yeah. And it was fucking bullshit. Otis. Uh, yeah. So that was one of them. But I, I went with Patty. Cause she, she, she's, she's a nosy bitch. Yeah. But she, she got hers. And she apologized at the end. But then Elvira made another joke about her small boobs. <laughs> I guess that's what you do when you got big ones. <laughs> you make fun of somebody with none. Yeah. Uh, but no, but then I wrote, if I didn't say Patty, I would just say judgy people. Like, I know Elvira, she's different on the eyes. I mean, she, you know, she looked great. But it just, I don't get why people have to be so, I mean, and this is just an observation of life. But I don't get why people have to be so judgmental about people being different and stuff. But I don't know. It's something different pops up. I guess that's why they do it. And it's like, that person's having way too much fun. And I'm not having that much fun. Must be bad, you know? So, uh, just anytime something like that happens in a movie, I'm like, ugh. That mu- you must be a fucking hoot at parties. Because this lady has this, like, deep V dress on, this gown, and you're just up at arms, passing out and shit. So, yeah. Anybody that judges in this movie, they're poop. So, let's do Minority Kill Count, which I think is at zero. Yeah, nobody died in this film. The black folks. Only two people died, and it was her aunt and her uncle, so. Yeah, so we are still at 154 with a Tito Turtle. With a tiny Tito Turtle. Mm -hmm. Uh, Tito Turtle absolutely would have tried to grab at her boobs, and Elvira would have beat him up. Absolutely. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, let's do seven word synopsis. So I have mine on this book. Okay. Uh, I only had one because, because when I watched this, I was just like enthralled with it. Uh, they put makeup on that cute baby. It, it made me, it made both of us laugh. We actually, I think we reversed it. Mm-hmm. And look at this baby, her makeup. Cause she has like what cat eyes. Yeah. And she, like, made up cat eyes with these hard-ass fucking angles right in the corner of her eyes. And they did that on the baby. The baby had fucking these hard angles. I was like, my lord. And had fucking mullet and stuff. I'm like, that's a cute fucking baby. So, Katie. Seven word synopsis. Okay. Elvira footloosed the town of Falwell, Massachusetts. She sure as fuck did. Yep. But loose. Can't loose. Next one. Old conservatives can't deal with sexy woman. Yeah. That it melted their brains. Yeah. Uh, my third one. Rare seeing hot, smart, and sarcastic woman. Mm. Like we never get a combination of all of those things. A woman can be hot in a film. A woman can be smart in a film. She can be sarcastic in a film but she's never all three sometimes she's smart and like secretly hot and then you have to like she's all that her yeah which is garbage 
Um, sometimes she's sarcastic and hot, but she's secret hot, and you have to fucking, she's all that her. But you never get all three of these things at the same time, and Elvira is that. And it's fucking refreshing to see someone who not only looks good and is comfortable in their body, but is whip smart and has no fucking problem, like, taking what's rightfully hers, like, shitting on other people who are trying to, like, fuck with her, and just being hilarious with not even trying, like... It's not something you ever really get to see. There's not very many characters out there that are all three of these things. Yeah. And it's great. And then my last one, Bob was the real winner here. Seriously. Yeah. Good job, Bob. (laughs) Yeah. He landed Elvira, so. Yeah. Get to go home to that, bud. He wins. Good, good, Good job, Chief. So this movie came out September 30th, 1988. Good Lord, it's old. Uh, what do you think the budget was? I said one million dollars. Not bad. Seven point five. Thousand? Million. Million. <laughs> <laughs> Seven thousand. Oh man. Seven point five million? Yeah. What the fuck? I don't know. Where did this money go? I don't know. <laughs> I have no fucking clue. Just so we're clear, y'all, this is a campy comedy. Horror comedy from 1988 that cost 7.5 million. Yeah. In the last couple of days, we watched Bloodfest. That was this brilliant, beautiful, just blood horror show. Fucking, and that cost only 1.2 million. How the fuck? And it had actual stars in it. Like Elvira was the only star in this film. Mm. I don't understand. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Does not compute. My brain doesn't work. <laughs> okay, what do you think the box office was? God damn it. Well, I originally said $8 million, um, but because you said it was basically made for $8 million, I'm going to up it and I'm going to say $14 million. Should have stayed with the 8 Oh. So the box office was five point five. Yeah, okay, you lost money. That makes fucking sense. Yeah. Because you spent too much fucking money on this movie. Exactly. Uh, It kind of had the same problem with a lot of uh, Adam Sandler films. They were good. It's just they spent so much money on them that it was, like, impossible for them to make money on them. Like Lil Nicky. I remember when we reviewed that. Movie's great. I love Lil Nicky. Popeye's chicken is a shiznit. It is. But that movie was so fucking expensive there was no possible way that they could have made their money back. And so that's kind of the dip in Adam Sandler films because they were like, this is fucking expensive. Because he had a lot of famous people in his movies. So, uh, But no, this movie, you know, it it made money. It's just, I think they just spent a little too much on it. And it was just, like I said, Adam Sandler problem. It's like, you can only make so much money off a movie like this. This is, movie is campy as fuck. And it's 1988. You're not making like twenty million off of a film like this. Just like I said, they spent a little too much. So, uh, do you have anything else to say about Elvira, Mistress of the Dark? It was really good. It's funny. Um, it's not really scary. It's not horror film at all. If you like movies like Hocus Pocus or things like that, but with a little bit of uh, more sexiness. 
then watch Elvira. Yeah. I love this movie. One of my favorites. Um, there's a few more that we're going to watch this month. Uh, Ernest Scared Stupid. That's another one from my, my childhood. Love that goddamn movie. Uh, but yeah, no, it's one of those ones I used to watch all the time as a kid. It's like Gremlins. That's why I absolutely love Gremlins. Even though it's, it can't be a Christmas film, can't be a, a October film. It's fucking great. So, if you have any other cool fun facts about Elvira, you can tweet us at Allentown Pod. We have an email. It is Allentown Presents at gmail.com. Wait, I have a Facebook at Allentown Presents. Check us out on Facebook. All our episodes pop up right after I put them up, so it's really good. Follow and like and shit. Uh, thank you, Studio Fitas, for the artwork. It's awesome. I love it. I'm gonna use it forever. So, uh, for Katie, for me, for sleepy old Bella in the corner, she sleeps this whole time. Uh, thanks so much for listening, and we'll be back, shit, tomorrow with another scary film. Uh, it's funny. So, we've, we've done a couple of comedies in a row, in which I love comedies, but now we're gonna watch a couple that kind of nitty gritty, some wild shit. We're gonna get a couple, a couple wild ones. Uh, one that's not really that wild, but just a really good story that came out recently, and then one that's new as fuck. Like, two, three days old, we're going to watch. And that one is wild. So, we're going to watch that. So, thank you for listening, and we'll be back very soon with another episode. Okay, bye, guys.